0: Welcome to The Blaze, this is episode 76, I am your host, Alejandro Alveda. I want to thank you for pushing play, and as always, this is the support that you guys show me every week has been showing so much, especially last week. I actually had episode 75 come out, and then I had my third edition of my Blaze Talks with BKR Raps last week, and I want to tell you guys, thank you for tuning in. You know, I can't tell you guys how much it means to me to see all the support that you guys have shown me throughout this whole endeavor. And I want to tell you guys, I am not giving up. I have 25 more episodes, well, now 24 more episodes after this one uh, to reach my goal to 100 episodes. And I want to tell you, I owe it all to you guys. Uh, Without your guys' support, without your guys' support, you know, sharing the podcast, making sure everybody's hearing it, uh, seeing how many, how many new listeners I've been getting the last couple of weeks, really has shown me that I, I I need to dedicate more time to this podcast. It showed me that even though I have been, uh, you know, 75 episodes deep now, I really need to tune in and I really need to, to really make my mark in this podcast uh, community. Uh, With that being said, you know, there's a lot of things that are changing. Uh, I know with this COVID-19, it's been really tough to try to get, you know, reasonable content to get uh, out and about. Uh, But, you know, I've been making it work. I've been making uh, everything that I've lost throughout uh, this whole pandemic. You know, I've been trying to make it last longer. And I owe it all to you guys. Keeping it fresh, keeping it right, uh, keeping it how we want it, free as always, no ads. Uh, I am going to be hopefully starting some new uh, content soon, and I, I want you guys just to be tuned in every week. Make sure you guys are here to hear it. Make sure you guys are here to feel it, because uh, without you guys, this would uh, this would be nothing but an idea. I just want to take you guys along with me on my journey. It's been, you know, already gonna be a year and a half now and I, I couldn't be happier with with all the with all the support I've gotten from you guys. Um like I said, seventy five episodes is a big deal and I wanna wanted, I wanna wanted let you guys know I owe it all to you, the listeners and the community that has backed me uh for this whole uh podcast so far. But like I said, I just dropped my third edition of Blaze Talks with BKR Raps last week. And if you haven't heard that Make sure you guys go and listen to uh, to that to that episode, uh, and also all the other past Blaze talks with MC Wicks, and also uh, with Rocky Hill, uh, with the head brewer Ben Litwack. Uh, those have been really amazing. I love that style of podcasting. That is my favorite. I can't wait to get back in the field and, and really try to try to get more of these businesses and and, and artists recognized. Uh, you know, I never realized how much uh, Fresno has been pushed until now. And seeing how uh, this last uh, Blaze talks really took off, uh, it still hasn't hit its hit its highest marks yet. And I know it's going to keep getting better and better throughout the weeks. Uh, so I just hope you guys would keep tuning in, keep coming to to this podcast every week. I want to give you guys a lot more, and you guys deserve a lot more. So, keep tuning in. I know uh, weekly podcasts are hard to keep up with, uh, but with this podcast, you definitely uh, could depend on it every Thursday. Try to get it as early as possible Thursday, but you know sometimes the time and and my time is uh, is really hard to hard to come by. So. I, I just take it for what it is, try to get it out early, uh, Thursday morning, uh, and available for you guys to listen to throughout the week. But this last week I have been suffering through a lot of sinus, uh, pressure. Um, I was actually put on quarantine from work because I've, I had symptoms of, uh, the COVID-19. It, it was only, a, a, a minor cough and, and a lot of sinus pressure, um, But I did go get tested for COVID-19, and it it came out negative. Uh, I just want to let you guys know through through this, you know, I was very scared throughout the week, uh, but I was making sure that, you know, my health is going to be the number one concern, so I had to go get tested. And if you guys, you know, are feeling bad, or or if you guys know that you've been around someone that has uh, tested positive for COVID-19, Make sure you go take a test. Make sure you guys are not out and about with uh, with all society getting everybody else sick. Um, this is something that you can deal with at home. Uh, definitely, for me, I was really happy that uh, you know I, I wasn't I wasn't um, COVID positive. I'll be able to go back to work Monday, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, but we also were able to get into the garden. Uh, Last week, we made a lot more new additions. Uh, We got some watermelons that we're going to be transplanting this week. And also our squashes that took off quickly. Uh, We're going to have to transplant soon. So hopefully, you know, I'll have pictures up of, uh, like I said, we have our pumpkins. Uh, Our corn hasn't been doing so well. It hasn't grown very well. Uh, We think we're going to pull it just because uh, we don't want to waste water. Uh, it's, if we have to keep watering it so much and try to take care of it, we, we, we definitely want to, you know, have a sustainable garden. Uh, but the, 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 uh, since we transplanted the, the corn, uh, it hasn't grown very much. And that's kind of, uh, our concern. Uh, we might, we may have, have to, uh, find a different place for the corn to, to be able to settle in, uh, those roots because, uh where we, we did grow that uh, it was kind of like drying and had a lot of clay. Uh, you know, this is our first time really gardening. We didn't know exactly how we needed to till our our, uh, our uh, garden bed for the corn uh, for it to be able to get, you know, big, but uh, it is very small and it has been shedding a lot of its its leaves uh, it would shed and then it would grow new and then it would shed and grow new and it's, it just doesn't look like it's getting strong enough to grow as tall as I see some of these uh, corn stalks. We also bought a lot more seed for the garden, so hopefully we'll be start growing a lot more uh, vegetables. I also want to start growing a lot more fruit. I know uh, our plan is to grow a lot of uh, fruit trees such as plums, uh, lemons. We want to do apricots. And we also have an orchard tree already so we want to we want to really just transform our our, our uh, backyard into a sustainable garden it's been uh already about four months five months since we started our garden and right now we, we see a lot of uh, green out, out outside and i gotta tell you uh from the day that we started until now it has been a, a lot of major improvements and this week i was able to listen to a lot of new music and I wanted to talk about uh, Logic's latest a- album, Pressure. Uh, this was actually his last album. Uh, Logic has been one of my one of my favorites for a long time. He's actually been falling off the last couple albums that he li- I've listened to. So this this last album that he's coming out with, Pressure, is definitely uh, one that I definitely had to 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 listen to and and it made me want to review it because he had so much great content in this album and and it sucks because he's such a young guy that i feel like he still has a a a bright future in hip-hop uh but i think you know the criticism uh that he took the last couple albums uh it really it really turned him away from uh of Trying to trying to trying to uh, create music uh, that that could benefit from everybody. You know, you can't make music for everybody. Uh, sometimes the music just speaks for itself. Uh, I felt like he was going out of his way to to really speak on on some issues that uh, maybe not a lot of people think he has a, a lot of experience uh, with, uh, but he also took you know, the chances with those albums. So I got to give it to him. He's had a great career. Uh, he started out awesome. Uh, and he's also uh, leaving the the hip-hop uh, community awesome. So I got to make sure uh, to review this album. Make sure you guys are listening to it. It's called Pressure. And some of the songs that actually resonated with me are called Celebration, A to Z, and Heard Him Say. Like I said, this is supposed to be his last album, uh, first career, and I want to just thank you know Logic for all that, he, that he's done for hip hop. He's really transformed uh, the genre. He's he's showed a lot of uh, a lot of different people that wouldn't relate to the genre and brought them in and and, and showed them uh, the way around. And and to me, I have no no hard feelings about. Um, him leaving with this uh with this album I just hope that he doesn't try to make a comeback and try to try to uh force his way back into to, to hip hop. Uh that's the worst way to go out is go out for retirement and have to uh have to try to get back into hip hop to try to make money or whatnot. But I think Logic uh has has a great following I know he does a YouTube channel. I know he just signed a big Twitch uh, deal. So I know he has a lot of things uh, still um, with content, you know? So make sure you guys are following him. Make sure you check out this album. Uh, I think it's definitely worth uh, a listen. And this week, we've been actually on top of our Cheers uh, episodes. We're actually now at uh, season number 10. And we're slowly making our way to season 11, uh, we're almost done with Cheers, I can't wait, this is turning into one of my favorite shows, and if you haven't seen this classic, make sure you guys go watch it, I urge you guys just to give some shows a chance, uh, you know, this one really took off for me, uh, I would have to say through, through, uh, season 8 and 9 weren't my favorite ones, but now coming into season 10 it's making its way back and it is it is touching touching me uh, once more um especially when when i i feel like this this uh, this classic of a show, this show should actually have a what do you i don't know what you would call it it should have a remake that's what you call it this show should have a remake I think this is one of those classic shows that would never get old and, and the humor in it. it just makes me it just makes me gravitate towards that old humor, dry humor. Um, it definitely makes you feel a lot a lot of uh, older now because this show was out when I was a kid. You know, it was out throughout the 80s and some of the 90s. And I, I just think to myself, I, I can't even remember back then any of my thoughts about TV or anything. So it, it's just kind of mind-boggling to me that uh, this this show, Cheers, could that was made in the 80s could actually uh, make me entertained in the 2020s. You know, that's that's crazy to me. It's, it's a full circle of a show. But I wanted to share this week, you know, something other than Covid nineteen news or the numbers. Uh, this week, I wanted to talk to you about uh, Motorola buying out Pelco for hundred and ten million dollars. And if you don't know what Pelco is, it's a long time company that has been in Fre- that is a Fresno based company. It does uh, video end to end video surveillance and also uh, computer t- computer mon- monitoring. Uh, Protection. Uh, I think Pepco has been around for a long time. I've heard great things about the company. I know I've met a few people that actually worked in the company. They've always said good things about it. Uh, but being bought out from Motorola—that's a big move, especially here for a, a, a company that's in Fresno. And you got to think about Fresno is not part of you know the Silicon Valley. It's it's actually its own kind of. Uh, Tech, tech area. We have a lot of those uh, different companies here in Fresno. We don't really realize it because we're such a so- small scale, but this buyout from Pelco is actually going to benefit Fresno a lot. And and to see that Motorola is uh, actually making the move to do this, I'm wondering if they're going to start uh, selling a lot more security uh, uh, features. You know, such as as like those those uh, doorbell. Uh, Ringers that that you can see people, or or even uh, security measures through their technology on their phone. I think it's going to be a great great way for Pelco to really advance their um, technology that has already taken off uh, in the gaming sectors, in the in the um, transportation sectors. Uh, they're all all in. Um, in the prisons, all in the, you know, in the, uh, courthouses, uh, you can, you can definitely find Pelco everywhere, uh, that you, that you, uh, think of, uh, any security or surveillance. Um, I just feel like this is a, a win for Fresno in a way, and, and, and it's a way to bring, um, some tech companies here to, to, to Fresno and start. Investing here in Fresno, I think that's a, a, a great way, um, for uh, technology companies to, to, to know that Fresno is, 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 is pro, uh, technology. Um, but the owner did die last year in 2019. Uh, Pelco was cert- actually sold before in 2007. And then also in 2019, um, and I just hope that you know, with with uh, with Motorola, uh, we might see uh, a lot more of uh, Pelco's technology in its phones or even in its uh, data systems. And this week, I actually wanted to talk about uh, an artist that we showcased before on this uh, podcast. Uh, I, I've been actually sleeping on his re- uh, his newest release, uh, "Divine Justice," which j- dropped July thirteenth. the the artist goes by the name Guillotine DSC and like I said, I previously reviewed a Guillotine Regime album called Warrior Gene Uh, this was when MC Wicks was hosting his uh, Jungle Showcase Uh, and I finally made my way to this full length album and I was very surprised how much it moved me I'm a fan of Guillotine Regime but Guillotine DSC is really who stands out, his style is of the 90's, hip hop um, Jedi Mind Tricks and Immortal Technique all in one. Uh, some of the songs that have been on my playlist this week are Divine Ruler, Sands of Babylon, and Head Amputator. Make sure you check out this artist and all the artists that I, I preview in in uh, the podcast. Uh, local artists definitely need our support um, we don't want to be the last ones to hear of our local talent. We want to be the first ones to hear of our local talent. And that is why I made this podcast is to ensure that we stay ahead of our uh music here in Fresno or in the Central Valley. And I want to keep you guys ahead of, uh, of the game. So make sure you guys are tuning in, listening to all these uh different artists that I, I, I promote throughout the weeks. Um Let me know what you guys think about it. Let me know what. Uh, maybe some other artists that I'm missing. You know, I, there, there's a lot of music out there, and I definitely want to touch it all. But while we're talking about our local artists, let's talk about our local sports. And I just want to start with Fresno State. Uh, there are so many unknowns this year in college sports, especially when it comes to Fresno State Athletics. Fresno State Athletic Director has some answers, though. The director has been in closed conversations involving team health and also team status it has been hard to make decisions because you know changes like every day for these guys and as the two, uh, 2020 football season is set to begin there has been some major changes to the season such as the Texas A&M game which has been canceled you know this matchup was supposed to be one of the our top uh, f- uh was supposed to be in one of the top 5 divisions and it would make our schedule straight, uh, straight actually up there to, to actually be bowl eligible. And without the, this game, Fresno State will lose out on so much revenue, um, which no one would ever predict that it would affect, you know, even one of the big five conference, uh, teams. And, you know, with that being said, um, I, I don't I don't I don't think this is gonna hurt Federal State as much as we think. Um, I think it's gonna definitely hurt Texas A and M because uh, without these out of league uh, games, they, they definitely uh, might take a loss throughout the rest of the season. You know, this might be a, a, a easy win for them. It might still look like a good uh, buffer buffering. Um, game for Texas A&M uh, because Fresno State, you know, we play anybody anytime, anywhere, so I think with Texas A&M not taking this game, I think they're also losing out on a lot of money. I think Fresno State, um, they'll, they'll come back from this. I, I think they'll probably reschedule the game, hopefully. Um, I know a lot of money's at stake, so I definitely think Texas A&M will reschedule, uh, but you know, with, with, with games being canceled in, in college sports or in college football alone, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of other, uh, college sports being canceled, uh, because, you know, football is definitely one of the, one of the sports that brings in the most revenue. Um, and I know that Fresno State Athletic Department has already furloughed a lot of its employees because of the unknowns of this year. Um, especially because they don't know if that money from football is gonna come in for the other sports like basketball women's basketball softball baseball soccer there's so many sports that are at stake right now because um, because football might not happen um, and this this puts a burden on the employees because you know it, it, it really it really uh, it really hurts them having to you know, Get furloughed, almost, almost get fired, and then once the season comes back in, then you have to try to bring these people back in or try to fill their spots. This is going to be a long, a long headache, a, a long and, and horrible headache for for a lot of these college teams. Um, but I think they're using a lot of the resources really to help student athletes stay healthy during this time. Um, uh, but like I said, it's still unknown when a season may start, but let's hope they'll still at least have a football schedule in the Mountain West. Hopefully they'll have, you know, they only play the West, uh, from the Mountain West. And then, you know, the, the, the people that play on the, on the mountain side of the Mountain West, uh, play in their division. I'm not too sure how they're going to do it. I'm not too sure even if the season is going to keep, keep going on, uh, We just got to keep tuning in every week, making sure that we stay ahead to see when uh, Fresno State football will start. But while we're talking about sports, let's talk about the NBA uh, and the Lakers, who clinched the number one spot in the West, uh, are having actually some problems right now. When they they face teams with point guards, uh, like the Raptors with Kyle Lowry, uh, they just lost to the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder. Uh, and they have uh, Chris Paul. I think uh, we're gonna have a lot of issues uh, trying to guard some of these uh, top point guards. Um, we really don't have a point guard on our team. LeBron plays point guard, uh, and after that, I mean, we really only have uh, Rajon Rondo and Alex Coul- uh, and Alex uh, Caruso. Uh, I don't know exactly if that's going to hurt us in the long run or if that, you know, we might have a good upper hand on on our height or whatever, but I think us guarding that one position, we definitely need to to see some more success, Um, especially when – that number one position distributes the ball. And if it's a scoring point guard, we definitely have a lot more problems like Russell Westbrook running the point guard. It's going to be a a, a crazy matchup throughout these uh, playoff games when they start coming uh, about. Uh, I know we've already like lost a few games and we still got the number one spot, but we need to see our offense congel a little bit more. Especially on the defensive side, when they're trying to guard these point guards, we, we see that they can break the, our defense down and are able to take the shots that they want or uh, able to kick it out and, and shoot the three. So we got to really just guard that one spot, uh, play as a team, get those tips, get those, you know, steals. Uh, I think we have still the best team in the league definitely the best uh, duo that I've seen uh, throughout these bubble games but we haven't been as good as what the lo- Raptors have been looking like and to me they've been looking like the best team in the bubble uh, they beat us the other night um, Kyle Lowry just looks like an animal he, he's playing with a lot of tenacity right now he's playing with a lot of a lot of uh, I think he's he, he playing with a chip on his shoulder this year uh, he's showing you guys or us that Ka- Kawhi was definitely a big piece of the championship last year, but he wasn't the whole team. Um, so I think the Raptors might be one of those teams to, to look forward to in, in uh, more more towards the playoffs. There are so many great things about this bubble season so far, though. Uh, the camera views are insane. I saw the other day. Luca tried to save the ball and almost got hit by the rail camera and to me I was like oh goodness you know that camera was going at least 10 miles per hour and almost hit him in the head. But see knowing that there's no fans in the the stadium you got to think those camera views are insane. Um, The competition is at its height right now. You see a lot of uh, teams not getting blown out. You see, you see, it, you see it a lot of good competitive games, games that you know coming back from a twenty-point deficit. Uh, one that's going uh, all the way to 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 the end, double overtimes. Uh, we're seeing uh, back to uh, back and forth games all the way to the wire. Um, I think this race for the playoffs is the best uh, they could have offered. Uh, for any sport right now. I think NBA is definitely doing it the right way. And I, I think, you know, they they have their highest ratings right now, knowing that uh the way that they're presenting the games is almost like a March Madness style where, you know, you'll have three or four games throughout the day to choose from. And if you're a basketball fan, how how much basketball would you want? I mean, I would want a whole day's worth, especially when it comes to these games, you know. Um like last night uh, we the, the Lakers played an early game and they had two more games after that so i think it's amazing the way that the NBA is uh trying to try to make this season complete and i think that they can use a lot of uh what they what we see in the bubble so far and, and try to use it into uh the NBA season for next year, especially because I think that next year the NBA will also start in a bubble. So it's going to be a, a lot a lot of more uh, similarities than we think throughout this season and next season. Um, but I, I, I really can't wait for the race to the playoffs. And if there's always a good game and always a good comeback game over time or a back and forth game, I definitely want to watch it. So NBA right now has been one of those uh, one of those uh, sports that's just been on the TV throughout the day. But now let's talk about the MLB, and they're now revising the COVID-19 protocols after many players from Marlins and the Phillies reported positive. Players in the hotels are now to be monitored to make sure players stay inside MLB protocols. Players or staff will, will wear face coverings at all times, including the dugout and clubhouse. Uh, but with the exception of players on the field. This includes all coaches on the field and every member of the umpiring crew. Uh, The same individuals must wear face coverings at hotels and public places on the road. Clubs now are required to reduce the size of their traveling parties to only personnel who are absolutely essential to playing games. Uh, Staff and players are strictly prohibited from meeting in hotel rooms while on the road. It may not gather in any public areas outside of the hotel without permission from the team's compliance officer. Any player or staff member must notify their compliance officer if they intend to leave a hotel or on the road. All clubs now are required to provide outdoor covered spaces for all visiting players and staff members to sit. Uh, players and staff members who have been ordered to quarantine or isolate on the road may not leave their hotel rooms under any circumstances, and the league could shut down if cases of coronavirus keep surging. Uh, 33, you know, uh, games have been suspended just last week, so that's a big number of games. Uh, These are protocols I think players should be able to follow uh, without any difficulty. Uh, We see that the NBA has set a lot of these protocols, and I think... It's good for the players uh, to have a lot more safety on their side, and you know what? Uh, seeing how how uh, how many games they're going to be playing—sixty games—and uh, they say it's like sixty nights or something like that. But it's a crazy amount of games in, in, in a short amount of time, and you know, being out on the road for so many games, you know, you got to really you got to really take those precautions especially when it comes to uh, trying to finish out a season. But now I want to talk about the NFL. Um, and just real quick, 56 players have now tested positive since training camp opened. Um, and if if no fans come to these games in the NFL, uh, a lot of these teams will lose millions of dollars. It's scary for the NFL right now because it's, it's a lot harder to – Take a you know a seventy-two man roster on the road, put them in a bubble or whatnot. Uh, it's just not manageable. Uh, to see how this NFL season is going to start, how 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 they're going to try to 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 implement a lot of protocols for for seventy-two person team, I think is going to be tough. But I hope you know they find a way. I hope that they could they could uh, either you know play. Play within the region of their of their uh, of their state, you know, like it, even if it's out of conference, um, they they make it some way that uh, a lot of these teams that won't have to travel too far, especially when they have to travel to uh, hot spots for the COVID nineteen. I think I think a team shouldn't have to do that. I think if uh, a team was in a hot spot, that team should have to find a new home base or a home field. Uh, it, it's, it's a crazy time right now and anything can happen. NFL uh, definitely is one of those uh, leagues that, you know, might take the precautions, might not take precautions. I'm not too sure, but I definitely hope that, you know, the players will uh, will stay safe and also uh, consider maybe even quarantining or, or staying away from uh, the public at all uh, until, the, until the season's over. But now I want to talk about my favorite segment, Beer of the Week. And this week, I review Red and Shrimpy, a New England IPA from Humble Sea Brewing out of Santa Cruz, California. It drinks at a 6.8% ABV. It's brewed with Nelson and Mosaic hops, and it's also brewed with lactose. Uh, this beer was very special. Uh, we got a crawler of this delicious beer. Uh, the front end of this beer was very danky with sweet notes of white grape, uh, lemon zest and prickly pear. And the back end has was really hoppy with a sweet and smooth texture that left it uh, that left your mouth with a creamy mouthfeel. You know, this is my the first beer I've had from Humble Sea. Uh, they I definitely loved anything that they have of their foggy style uh, IPAs. Uh I I like that they call it foggy too. Like they don't call it New England style, they call it a foggy IPA. Um Although we get you know we get to try a lot of the humble sea beers here in Fresno. I definitely wanted to go to Santa Cruz, check out their brewery. Although we did go to the brewery, we we're not able to drink in the beer garden. Uh but we can't wait to go back next time to their brewery. It looks so relaxing. Um, and from the looks of it, you could probably sit there all day, experience all the array of beers and, and enjoy, you know, Santa Cruz weather. I think that's some of the best weather, uh, you can go to and definitely humble breed, hum- humble sea is brewing some of the best beer right now. So make sure if you, See any Humble Sea around Fresno, which you can find at Moreau Shell, uh, any any of those craft beer markets here, uh, you can definitely find a, a, ho- a foggy IPA from Humble Sea. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for pushing play. I want to thank you guys uh, for pushing play last week on, on definitely on the Blaze Talks episode. Uh, I need your guys' support more than ever right now. You guys have been awesome so far and I just want to keep this going keep this momentum going uh you know I don't want to let up I just want to keep my 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 foot on the pedal uh keep going a hundred percent and and just giving you guys all that I got make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses make sure you're supporting all your local artists and make sure you support all your local podcasts I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 76.